Welcome to the Thriving Women in STEM podcast. We're your hosts, Dr. Ursula Lang and Dr. Brianne Daniels. Our mission is to support, nurture, and re-inspire STEM professional women to reclaim their lives and flourish. And the way we do this is through community building, shared experiences, and coaching tools. Let's do this. All right. Hello, STEM community, STEM women. We are so excited to be back here with you talking today. Um, continuing on our theme for this month, which is transitions, we'll try to enunciate. Um, and so this week, we wanted to focus a little bit in on leveraging life experiences. And so some of this topic, you know, of course, because it's under the umbrella of transitions, you know, will overlap a little bit with some of what we talked about last week, but we're going to offer some more discussion around this topic and also some tips and um, stories from our own lives um, and how we sort of balanced transitions and tried to, you know, leverage our life experiences as well. So to start off, I wanted to just say that it's really easy to get in our heads about life experiences. And I kind of put in our heads in quotes, but meaning, you know, to be caught up in our thoughts about our life experiences. Um, And so, of course, maybe in particular, ones that we consider challenging or negative, you know, we can tend to ruminate on or spin in our head a bit about our thoughts about what's happening in our life. Of course, you know, life experiences come in all different shades and colors from, you know, the really sparkly positive ones to the the more negative gloomy ones, but ultimately, you know, they're all part of our life, right? We experience all things in our life, positive and negative. And so maybe the first tip is kind of playing off of something we talked about at the end of the week last week, which is opening up our thinking, um, sharing our thoughts, either with a journal or with someone else can be super, super helpful. I know it's not like that that's a new recommendation or something that's new to anyone, right? I mean, many of us probably had diaries along the way when we were even kids. Maybe maybe some of you still journal today and that's really great. Um, but sometimes if we can kind of take ourselves out of our head and put it out on paper, that can be a really great first step in looking at our thoughts and then gaining some perspective on what those thoughts are surrounding these experiences or circumstances in our life. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out as the first tip. It's so helpful to empty our thoughts out either on paper or with another person. Uh, you know, it's probably most helpful to, to, to pick a person who is, you know, first of all, uh, trained or on board <laughs> with the idea of being, you know, someone who's going to listen and, uh, offer you, um, offer you sort of a sounding board for your thoughts, not necessarily to tell you what to do or to give you advice, right? So in in our world, we as coaches offer that, right? We're here to listen and guide, but not necessarily to tell you what's right or wrong. So then the next kind of topic to get to in, in this, in this leveraging life experiences um, week is that we also want to acknowledge the fact that we we have all different shades of life experiences which I alluded to a little bit, but they're positive and negative, of course. And so in our life, we're going to have both positive and negative experiences. And a lot of times sort of in our current society, what we see, especially in social media, um, you know, is going to be these snippets of 
what is positive and what you should be going for that's positive in your life, right? Like you should be happy. You should be healthy. You should be in that positive range, like all the time, or that's sort of the message that sort of at least subliminally tends to come through. Um, I know I've definitely been surprised how much I realized I sort of believed that, even though I don't think intellectually I necessarily believed it, but it was kind of so ingrained over time that I'd started accepting that, oh, my life should be positive all the time. <laughs> and, oh, heck, if I'm having a negative thought or a negative experience, man, I really better get rid of that as fast as possible. And catching myself doing that has been really enlightening. And so kind of transitioning from understanding that we both have positive and negative, and really they're both critical to a full life. Um, you can't really have a full life without the negative half, right? <laughs> it is going to, ultimately it is reality. It's going to happen. So, you know, arguing with the fact that that is reality is one thing, but also in order to really have those high, higher highs, right? Those joyful, positive moments, we kind of have to have the balance, right? And some of those concepts are ancient, you know, and go back millennia, but um, it's so useful for us to remind ourselves, I think in the modern modern society, modern day. So when we're talking about leveraging life experiences, um, especially maybe challenging ones or ones that we think of as quote unquote negative, um, we're not talking about things sort of in the realm of, you know, I know this is a, a more of a colloquial or maybe popular term these days, but we're not really talking about toxic positivity or just positivity for positivity's sake. We're not talking about pasting over something negative with something positive. Um, we're more talking about essentially acknowledging, recognizing that negative feeling that's coming from the thoughts about that experience um, and finding a way to, to not avoid it or push it away or resist it, at least not immediately, but to recognize it and acknowledge it. And, you know, we're not really saying, you know, you don't have to sit with it for longer than feels comfortable, but acknowledging it is super, super helpful in helping you move forward. And so there's many, many tools, right? Of course, there's lots of people doing lots of academic research in this field as well. Um, but a couple that we just thought would be helpful to bring up in this podcast. First, one of maybe first and foremost for a lot of these things is to remember to have empathy for yourself um, and others. Um, and that, you know, you can use the word compassion as well, self-compassion, but just remembering to kind of be kind to yourself, even if you recognize you're having negative thoughts and feelings, <laughs> um, right? If you're if you're in that negative space, to not go further into the negative space by saying, "Oh man, why wow, I'm such a bad person for having negative thoughts," right? It's it's really helpful to recognize that you're having it, be there for a minute, but then have self compassion around it, and it's totally normal. All of us do have lots of negative. <laughs> thoughts and feelings, right? It's part of our lives. It's part of being a human being. And so then the next tool we can bring up is trying to have sort of a, an attitude of innovation. <laughs> I, I know that innovation is probably a word that's being thrown around a lot in tech sectors as well, but in terms of leveraging life experiences, you can also think of it from the standpoint of innovation. And so I'm going to ask Ursula a couple questions here. I know I kind of talked a bit at the beginning, but we have we have used this concept a bit, and I think um, 
I wanted to hear from Ursula. Where have you used this in your life? And if you had a story to share. Yeah. Oh, hi, everyone. So thanks, Brie, for getting us off and started so beautifully. I want to first say that, yes, 100% empathy is our number one tool that is, interestingly enough, it, it sneakily is not used as much as you kind of intellectually know about it. You know, even before we started recording this podcast earlier, we were talking about falling off the wagon and how like, oh, it was so hard and I should have, and I could have, and blah, and all the stuff, right? Like in, in the sense of, you know, things didn't go as planned, but what if that's okay, right? What if we could have like understanding that, you know, during transitions and life experiences and all the things, what if you can meet yourself where you are and that's enough, and so I think within empathy is really like, what would you tell your best friend? And I, and I have to always remind myself that I'm my own best friend. And that is that tool is really can be used if like you just recognize when you're beating yourself up, right? Like, and you're like, wait a minute, can I stop doing that for a second? <laughs> this is not being helpful. This is not being helpful to me. So I wanted to just throw that out there for empathy, but to transition into innovation. Yeah. 100% innovation is so fun. It's creativity. It's looking to where's the third door, where's the fourth or fifth door in this equation. And I think it's so interesting when you were talking about the positive and negative emotions, it's really kind of reminds me of black and white thinking, right? It's either positive or it's negative. And like, is that true? That's not true. That's like thinking about black and white as like, there's only two doors and there's never just two doors. There's a mixture of things. And when we think about our past life experiences, we often get into the routine or habit of saying, oh, this was awesome or this was terrible. But like, do we really remember the nuance of it? Do we remember where there was maybe some choice in there that was a little bit you know, was actually kind of scary. And I think about when you asked me about an experience, I would say, you know, one of my biggest life transitions was going to moving to New York City and, you know, going to medical school, like doing the, you know, that whole thing. That was a huge transition. But <laughs> the way I remember it was through the lens of excitement. I mean, it was, I could have easily been, but, you know, was there some scary and some fear? Probably. <laughs> there was probably some fear and stuff. But now my memory is so bad, right? Our memories are not the best at recalling events exactly as they were. So instead of thinking about the fear, I've like pegged that experience as being quote unquote positive and exciting. And, you know, when I think about um, like using that and leveraging that, bringing that forward, it's almost helpful to remind myself, like, even though that was a hundred percent, like a memory that was way, way positive that, you know, there probably was some like fear in there as well. And there was some anxiety in there as well. And, you know, as much as another new experience in my life might feel overwhelmingly fearful, like there probably is some excitement or some upside in that experience as well. So instead of like using black and white thinking, kind of the innovation piece of it is asking yourself, where is there the other side of the coin? Asking your brain to kind of work on finding a third solution or a fourth solution and just, you know, getting curious. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. And also just even um, even recognizing when we use those those little you know conjunctive conjunctive words right or versus and um, sometimes to just recognize that that the and really is kind of more representative of reality right reality is gray uh, 
much of the time, (laughs) Um, not black or white. And again, like positive and negative is our life. It's not positive or negative, essentially, when we really come down to, to the reality. That's so awesome. And it's funny because I just, I was just having this memory as you were telling your story about, um, you know, starting med school and, and that move, right. Like moving to New York city and it's exciting. And so now you have this sort of memory of it being an exciting sort of positive, quote unquote, positive (laughs) memory. Right. Um, and I realized in, in my recent move that I think, I think, uh, some of my moves have gone very smoothly and many of them have, um, overall, but I, probably have had a habit of picking out sort of the parts that were challenging and remembering those. And so when I was kind of looking ahead at this next move, I I tended to have this lens of sort of like worry or anxiety or, um, you know, quote unquote negative sort of filter on, on what I was putting it through. And so I think that was really useful again, like we were saying, you know, to recognize, acknowledge it, at the beginning. Um, and then to sort of, you know, do what you can to piece it apart a bit, um, look at the perspective, look at it from different perspectives. And then a lot of times that can really bring us actually quite a lot of relief, uh, or at least it certainly did for me to, to pick it apart a little bit and understand why am I thinking this? Um, and, you know, sometimes we don't have to understand everything about why we're thinking it either, but, <laughs> um, you know, you can take, take bits and pieces of it. Right. And so some amount might be helpful. And then sometimes it's useful to just understand it, sit with it and then let it go. That's another possibility that that can be really helpful. And just to remind everyone, what you said before was that, is this thought useful to me? I think that it's just thinking of thoughts as, as optional, as being like a little tray of optional things that you want to think. And each one of those thoughts is going to produce a different feeling. And sometimes it is appropriate to feel a little anxious and maybe it is appropriate to feel, um, you know, sad about something mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of just recognizing that ultimately you have so much more power over your thoughts when you start realizing they're optional and there's sentences in your brain. That's what they are. They're, they're not more powerful than that. It's amazing. And so powerful. Yeah. To just have that, to just have that awareness. Awareness is is such a key starting point. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess we'll just finish up by again, sort of reminding ourselves that yeah, we can, we can, we have the power, right, to question our patterned thinking, whatever that pattern is. Um, maybe especially if the answer to your question, when you ask yourself, is that a helpful thought, is Maybe if, if it's, I don't know, or if it's no, um, if it's not, if it's not helpful, then, then to start getting curious and ask more questions. I wonder why that is. I wonder what else I could think. I wonder what else might be an option to think on that platter of thoughts that we can mm-hmm. uh, arrange for ourselves to choose from um, or whatever. Well, what, what is equally true? I like that question too. What is an equally true thought? Like, yeah, sure. We'll give it to you that maybe that is true, but what is also equally true? And, you know, maybe giving that some light of day. I love it. So good. So that is what we have for you today. Unless there's anything else you want to add Earth. No, I just, I, I still, like you've always said, encourage everyone to, you know, write, get the thoughts out of your brain so you can take a look at them and get curious. Uh, so giving you that reminder as we go forward. Otherwise, that's it. We'll, we'll see you again next Friday in your podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to apply some of these principles to your own life, we are here to help. 
Get started by following the link in the show notes to download our step-by-step video guided workshop to reclaim your time.